0: episode 13 of the Tales of Crisis with myself Martin Swaffield and our returning co-host James Chalmers. Good evening
1: Chalmers. Evening. I'm expecting some sort of like edited in fanfare there. Just for...
0: No. No? Oh,
1: no? Okay. I'll just get a hi. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's a welcome.
0: How are it's you? It's a welcome
1: back. I, I'm good thank you. I, I'm kind of back from my mini hiatus. Yeah. Self-imposed but
0: Felt like only two episodes ago I told the world that you were you were taking a break and yet here you are
1: yeah I, I'm like um I, I don't know I was gonna try and put it into a marvel term but I can't think of one you think I'm gone but I'm back again so
0: sure sure there's a comic out there that covers that but I can't yeah I'm trying to go through
1: the amount of comics I've read the last few weeks I'm just trying to actually think of someone that can uh relate to it but I, I can't I, yeah I, I'm back so uh I, I'm just uh I had a bit of a break and few real life things so I'm just kind of back from that so it's, it's good kind of being back in the swing of things. It's
0: great to have you back.
1: So what have you been up to? I have been painting lots and lots and lots of models so kind of being back I've kind of got that i ended up buying the remaining releases up until the latest x Wen release. Excellent. So I've got every single kit now out there um and I've just been kind of painting on and off over the last few weeks and doing a few characters kind of every couple of nights, so I'm I've got a little checklist. I've got twenty four characters left to paint out of the whole collection. That so is impressive. I'm getting there. Um I was kinda of hoping that I would get it done by the first of March, but I realise that's on Yeah, I've been a week behind <laughs> I thought it was still the middle of February like next week, but then realized, yeah. I know it's the end of February on Monday. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say end of March. I'll have everything painted, including uh, Nick Fury and New Daredevil, etc., when they come out. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Excellent. That sounds good. And I'm um, glad that you've got your X-Men finally.
1: I know. I've got Gambit. I've already been using him. We we had a couple of games last week with them. So. We
0: did, yes. So um, for those that haven't heard the last episode, we are now gone past our first birthday. So last Thursday was our first birthday as such. Um, and Chalmers and I got together our Beaded Card Trader. And we had a couple of games. Um, the first one was a complete blowout to me and the second one was more or less a complete blowout to you
1: Yeah, so um,
0: I think we we called it even after all but uh, it's been great to have been going a year got over 5,000 listens which for some isn't great but for us I think given where we started is fantastic so we really appreciate everybody's support Um, I've been I've, I've been trying to sort out my hobby shed I call it my hobby shed it's my work shed hobby shed everything shed and um i'm i was just chatting before i've uh got all the materials shall we say to build myself a hobby table so that's my my hobby in the the, the coming days or weeks months probably by you've the time got, the got the materials <laughs> got the materials got the tools who you knows where skilled? we go yeah. yes <laughs> So that, that's going to be interesting and hopefully if I can get that sorted, that's the last piece in the puzzle to be able to then start to do some good battle reports. Um, everything else is in place. We've got the lighting, we've got the camera, we've got all of that, um, but I just don't really have a sensible place to do it. So if I can get that up and running then maybe, just maybe we might get to those uh, battle reports that we keep talking about.
1: It's, yeah, to be confirmed.
0: <laughs> Indeed. I also, as Similar to yourself, picked up the uh, X-Men boxes. Uh, there are some fantastic sculpts. Now I get them in your in your hands, and it's great to have more and more uh, X-Men as part of the shed move. I've given myself an extra display cabinet, so I've now got one shelf on the display cabinet purely just for mutants. And uh, kind of tried to recreate the scene from the start of the X-Men cartoon. So I've got. Brotherhood on the left, coming one way. X-Men on the right, going the other way. Although I think that's the, probably the wrong way around now. I thought it through in my head. I'm going to have to switch those around now. But uh, yeah, and then at the back of it all, I know it's not in the cartoon, I've got the taco truck. I'm going to stick... Um, a Deadpool probably stood on top of the taco truck just watching everything just involved. Watching
1: what, yeah. <laughs> just,
0: just laughing at it all.
1: Just viewing from afar and... Uh... Seeing what happened. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So we have had it's been a bit quiet from AMG, but they they've had a, a couple of more reveals. The latest of which was Electra. Bit of a, yeah. a bit of an interesting one. I think I'm I'm definitely in the camp of let's see what she's like on the table. And let's see what Team tactics card she gets. What were your first impressions?
1: Yeah, I think it's very much Team Tactic cards. She's okay. If she had a builder, she would be amazing. But the fact that she's limited to literally any uh, damage to enemy characters from an attack or superpower, you only gain one power and that's it. Like you just struggle. And a spender's a five power, so, uh, five uh, power spender, so, I just don't see how she gains all the power to be able to do anything. Like, you kind of either have to use her superpowers to be able to, like, use the martial prowess, etc., and uh, a step to be able to kind of teleport. But then when you use using that, you're getting nowhere near to be able to use your uh, spender. And, the spender as well is only range 1. Yeah. I think the spender ties in with Assassin's Step. So you do
0: your Ancient Throne Blades, which is the builder You then pay you the 2 for your Assassin's Step. But then, like you say, if you're then paying the 2 for that, then really the spender's now a 7 cost yeah. uh, spender. And whilst it is good, it's not really that good. For me, I kind of went through it like a lot of people went, oh, that's good, and then went, oh, hang on, she can't get any power. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing as well was I kind of, I don't know why, I just assumed she was a three, and when I read through the card and I read all of that, I thought, well, even with the power, like that's not too bad for a three. But when you realize she's a four-threat character that is, you know, six health, threes across the board, Yes, she's got Martial Prowess, which gets her the five defense dice, but that's only if you're being attacked within two. Yeah. Um, And it's costing you two power, which you really don't have much power. I just, I, yeah, I don't see how she works. She doesn't seem to have any synergy with the Hand Ninjas, which are the grunts that come with her. I, I don't see that they're necessarily benefiting her. You know, if there was something to do with power with those, then yes.
1: Yeah, if she's got extra power each turn, a bit like Magneto, if you've got hand ninjas on the table, you get, gain an extra power or yeah. something like that. Like, it, you would kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, maybe. But like you said, like, a fourth threat is... She, it almost feels like they forgot to add <laughs> the... Uh, Builder power on the first attack, but like, then you see the for Blood, whereabouts it's that explains what you gain. It's like, well, I, I just don't understand it. Um, so yeah, it's very much for me team tactic cards, and then like, I've been watching all of the MCU Netflix shows over the last few weeks while painting, um, and just what well, I watched uh, Daredevil season two of Elektra and Daredevil. Yeah, I was like it maybe like properly pumped for this release, and then she came out. and was like, oh okay. But, like I I think she kind of has a place in things like where you can gain extra power, so Cabal or um, A Force for example. Yeah, um, but like you said, a fourth threat, I I would rather take something else as a fourth threat in those affiliations than...
0: And I think that's the thing. I, I, a lot of people have said, yes, if you get her in the right one, she could be good getting all that power, but then you look at anything, but I've got other characters that could probably benefit from that power more. Oh, 100%, um, yeah. So why why bother? So very much wait and see. There might be something that we're missing. there might be another affiliation around the corner that she's gonna fit into brilliantly, but she doesn't seem to fit into the criminal syndicate affiliation particularly well.
1: Uh, yeah, not even with the new Daredevil uh, yeah. uh Shadowlands, I wanna call him. Shadowlands yeah. Daredevil. Um even his criminal syndicate like um affiliation role like doesn't help it. It's just anything
0: like that. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we shall see. The only other bit of news that was relatively exciting um was the quinjet has been revealed as on on the website now. So that's coming out at some point soon. Mhm. Which will be exciting and it does mean that there's potential that there will be a blackbird at some point because we've seen pictures of that in the X-Men pictures. Um, I think it was even in that video they did a while ago with Deadpool. Was it in that one?
1: Uh, No, it it was in the second one because they did a kind of 90s TV advert for it. And they had a kid, like, pushing it around, like, flying it in the air. Yeah. So
0: So it feels like it could be there. Um, X-Men Wave 3. Well, you never know. There's there's plenty of X-Men that could fit into that wave. So uh, I think we've got at least another... Five or six waves before we even scratch the yes. surface of all, all the X Men um, um, and all, all the mutants, shall we say?
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the next releases are going to be. Like, because I think AMG said that they would reveal the next ones in March, like after Nick Fury and then Shadowland, Daredevil comes out. Yep. Because literally, we know nothing.
0: No, we don't. Other than the grunts that we've got with, like you say, um, the Shadowlands set and the Nick Fury, yeah, Quinjet, that's it.
1: There's nothing else. There's been
0: rumours on the internet of a Hella
1: pack. I've seen that organised play kit, a bit like the uh, um, Symbiote. What's it called? Symbiotes, uh, like the Magneto kits and things yes. like that. The organized I'm trying play. Trying think what well, the symbiote the one's
0: called now, but yeah, organized play ones, which then suggests that Asgard is coming, which would be awesome. Asgard
1: release would be amazing.
0: Uh, that was the, the first affiliation. That was what got me into it all. Um, I would happily jump back if we get some more. But well, if we get some three threats in Asgard, I'd be back and potentially a different leader.
1: <laughs> You would expect you'd get the three and maybe, I don't know, like, I've seen a few people go Lady Jane, which is like, mm, okay, another Thor. Like,
0: yeah, there's so many options. I think Love of Thunder, the film, is out this year, I want
1: to say. Yeah, that would be a kind of tie-in. So it
0: um, kind of makes sense to have a Jane Thor. I
1: prefer an Odin, I think.
0: I don't know how you do Odin in this game. Odin's too powerful for this game. Um
1: a bit like how they do Thanos. You'd, you'd think that Thanos would be a bit broken, uh, but he's not.
0: Maybe. maybe I, uh, I don't know. I kind of... Maybe I'm slightly biased, but I see Odin as stronger than all of them. So,
1: mm.
0: yeah, we'll see. Who knows? But there could be something in Asgard. Uh, it's definitely ready for it. Um, obviously, Fantastic Four is still a glaring omission in in the setup.
1: Fantastic Four and Doom is like yeah, two massive character uh, character releases that are kind of missing. Um, and you'd expect that they would come at some point, but I think they'd get a bigger like I can't see them just dropping it in April and going oh here you go like they would get a big.
0: I would have thought so yeah being a
1: bit like when convocation and Dormammu came out and the x-men like we talked about like a proper video vinegar uh vinegar why did I say vinegar <laughs> a video uh, trailer um kind of with them all on because that that to me seems like a kind of massive release that would yes. be a, a new kind of a affiliation etc so
0: no I, I would I would see that um so Who knows what's next? We've got, I think, we've got most of the core, obvious ones apart from Fantastic Four. I think they're probably going to start to go into some more of the slightly more niche areas. Um, Yeah, it would be exciting to see what comes.
1: Maybe just some new existing characters, like I mean, Shadowland, Daredevil, for example. We've got, we've got a couple of uh, Doctor Strangers now, and a couple a of new, iron a, Men, a
0: new spider-man we haven't had one of those for a while <laughs>
1: um. Um, but yeah like, I don't know a new captain America like Steve Rogers or um, I don't know like one of those you could do a world War Hulk or planet Hulk style model etc like yep. something completely different you take a kind of like with soda it's always be like with MCP these characters are from a specific time and then like you said, with Spider-Man, you, you get another release for that and it's a different type of Spider-Man, so who knows? It's a, a
0: never-ending set of possibilities, as you say. that You can have multiples of certain characters and there are still so many characters within the Marvel Universe that aren't there yet. Yes. Who knows? So, um, whilst we've been away... I have been to two separate events, both different locations than I've been to in the past. So the first one was at Borden Brom. So that was the Invitational, uh, Illuminati Invitational, I believe it was called number two. That was run by Aaron from the Web Warriors Protocols website. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was the first one, and the second one was the first big one up in Scotland. So listeners of our previous podcast, Tales of Sigma, will know that we often travelled up to uh, Scotland for our events because there weren't many down here. We didn't tend to go south, we tended to go north, and we had a, a really good relationship with the Scottish scene there. There were a couple of familiar faces there, um, so hopefully those... That, that scene will start to grow and we can develop that relationship again. Uh, yeah, definitely. It was always good to go up to Common Ground Games for events.
1: It's a weekend away as well, which is always a uh, bonus.
0: It is, and we, we've got a couple of weekenders coming up, to be honest. There's, a, there's one in Seventh City next month that I don't think any of uh, our group are going to, but then we've got the... Spring into Marvel at Element Games in April, uh, which I believe there are still tickets available for, and that is likely to be the biggest in the world. So if anybody still hasn't got their tickets and is interested, go on the Element Games website and check that out because that should be a fantastic event. I think he's going for 120 people.
1: I think he said that was the limit yeah. yeah i don't think he's got near it yet but no um but yeah he, he said like that's what he's kind of can get up to if he wants to so yeah i That'd think really i think cool. he was
0: near the 100 mark last time i spoke to him so we're not far off um so yeah have, check that out um that's definitely one one to look out for we've got eight i think now um from our gaming group coming down for that so that that'll be no unfortunately you can't make it but that, that
1: Unfortunately not. I'm, I'm still hoping <laughs> <laughs> by some miracle that I can do, but I don't think so. Uh,
0: and then you and I and Anthe going to um, Board and Swords in Derby the following yep. month.
1: Yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. It'll be first two days, so it'll be a it'll be exciting to do. But yeah, that'll be that'll be a good one. I don't know how big it is or how like popular it is, but I know the Facebook event has got quite a few people on. It says 47 interested, so that would be nice, nice if we get 47 uh, <laughs> to yeah, go into it. I can't the weekend. remember
0: how many they said they were. They had. Let me just have a look. So if you want to look for events, go to webwarriorprotocols.com slash events-calendar-2022 or just go to webwarriorprotocols and click on the events calendar and on there are all the events coming up. Um, past and present. So, Spring into Marvel is 128 players at Element Games. And MCP, oh, he hasn't got it. Oh, there we go. Act of Vengeance on the 14th and 15th is 48 players. Okay. So, it'd be awesome cool. if we get all 48 on there. Yeah, definitely. Currently, you know, it goes up to May, but I know Aaron was talking about putting a few more on there. Yes. Because um, there's some June and July events coming up. So that will be awesome. So, yeah, a couple of two days and we'll probably be doing our regulars in um, Bearded Car Trading. There's also one in Darlington that had its first event uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, at ProTech Games. So that was uh, a success. They had 15 players down there. So I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, two monthly events that we've got within an hour of us. Quite local, yeah. So that, that's amazing. That is. And if that can grow, that would be brilliant. But like I say, go to the events calendar if you're looking for any events uh, in the UK and check it out. So the first event was, as I say, the Invitational at Borden Brum. So this was probably the strongest set of players that we've had in the UK as a group. That's mainly what everybody was saying. There were some very um, top players in that event. And I'm not making excuses because as you'll find out I didn't do particularly well. Um, <laughs> but there, there were uh, some really top players. We had, I'm just looking now, there were 25 that were playing, but unfortunately three or four of them had to drop out. They had uh, driven up, I think it was from Southampton, and the car had broken down. And then halfway through game one, AA turned up and basically said they could tow them home now or not at all. Ah. Not good. Them. So unfortunately we had to lose a couple of players there. Um, but yeah, we had 25 turned up and like I say, 3 dropped out. Mm-hmm. But still, good numbers. Yeah. I took my Midnight Suns, The Hours Running Blade, Black Cat, Beast, mm-hmm. Mystique, Moon Knight, Doctor Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Bullseye, Venom, and then Corvus, Glaive with the Reality Jet. Oh, okay. I had Follow Me, Bats the Ghost Hand, Siege, Medpack Patch Up, Blind Obsession, Climbing Gear, all according to plan, Highway to Hell, and Deception. Now, I didn't have all according to plan. I swapped that out. That was a, a copy and paste error because I was going to do a, a joint one between Crimson and Midnight Suns, but I changed that. Ah, fair now. Um, and then I had Demons, Meteors, and Mutant Madmen, but my extracts were Fear Grips, Alien Ship, and Wakandan Herbs. So, round one, I got placed against Chris Cadd, who was running Brotherhood. Now, Chris's uh, aim for the start of the... Well, all through the event was to... there was a prize for whose leader killed or KO'd, dazed and KO'd the opposition's leader the most. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's, spoiler, he managed to get eight out of four <laughs> games. So he managed to do it every single game... Uh, he managed to get his leader to daze and KO the opposition's leader. Amazing. So he he was going for that. I think the, the second place was probably three or something like that. Um, but that that was his key. That's what he was going for. Um, but he was running, uh, Magne- he was running Brotherhood and he had Magneto, Quicksilver, Mystique, and then he had Thanos. I think Good it God. was the time and space gem. Uh, we'd picked alien ship and demons downtown, and he'd gone for twenty threat. Um, I went for Venom, Blade, Ghost Rider, Voodoo, and Moon Knight. So a couple of things about my roster was I hadn't got that many reps in with Venom or yeah. with Beast, but I, th- I thought I'd give them a go and try them out. Um, spoiler alert, they are no longer in my roster. <laughs> <laughs> they, d- they weren't too bad. Venom wasn't anyway. Um, so even though we had Thanos and Magneto, you know, super strong. He only actually... I only actually had one more character than him, so that's the downside of Midnight Suns, is they are quite expensive. They've got some good characters, but they are quite expensive. Yeah. Um, I think... quick. I've taken some brief notes, but Quicksilver found the call round two. Thanos was able to move me around enough to stop me getting on points, and it was 2-0 uh, to him at the end of round one. He killed Blade at the top of two, which was... What he, what he was aiming for, I managed to get the core of Quicksilver with Venom. I think it was uh, a day's Quicksilver picked it up with Venom. Then Magneto came across to that side with an asteroid M. I managed to get back on some points, and it was three all at the end of round two. Okay. Magneto then dazed Venom, uh, but I managed to do enough. Uh, I managed to, I think I managed to daze Thanos with Moon Knight, which was always good. Uh, I think I put Blind Obsession on Moon Knight and just through multiple uh, throwing Crescents into Thanos. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Rider was doing what Ghost Rider does. They were both flipped. Magneto and Thanos were both flipped. Um, and by the end of round five, I think it was, it was nine all. I didn't take a picture of round four. So just as an aside, this was about a month and a half ago. So I apologize <laughs> if I get any of this wrong. Uh, so near the end, it was literally Voodoo versus Magneto and Mystique. And I I think I needed Voodoo to day, uh, KO either Magneto or Mystique. And I think I went for Mystique and then he fluffed it. So he wasn't able to do enough. And it finished with a 9-12 win to Chris. But it was really close. It literally came down to the dice rolls at the end, I think, I'd got rid of Magneto, he'd pushed him to the one side or something, um, and yeah. mm-hmm. Mystique was basically stood on a point with the alien ship core. So yeah. I was stood on a point, there was no point in me staying on the point. I had to come forward and try and daze Mystique, and I just wasn't able to. Oh, sorry, KO Mystique, I wasn't able to KO I think she only had some like two or three wounds. Um, and I had two shots with Voodoo um, fail. super close game really good opponent um, I, I, I I don't know I I feel like Magneto is my kryptonite I never seem to be able to do very well against Magneto so. you
1: did alright against mine when we played
0: I did well even that one I managed to daze him first well, round and them. then I couldn't um, finish him off for about three more rounds
1: True. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: game two was... Um, originally, I was against Alan, um, who had come down from Scotland and whose event I was going to the following week. Um, and I'd played Alan before, so I was quite looking forward to that. Then they had to do a redraw because the two people had to pull out because of the car issue. Right, yeah. So then, having lost the first game, I then ended up playing Criminal Syndicate. And I was like, what, what have I done wrong? <laughs> So we ended up with Deadly Legacy Virus and Portals, a 19 threat. Now, Deadly Legacy Virus, having run Criminal Syndicate multiple times, I know Deadly Legacy Virus is fantastic for Criminal Syndicate. Um, So I really wasn't looking forward to this game. However, he went with Kingpin, Hood, Voodoo, Bullseye, Black Cat, and Falcon. Which I was a bit surprised by. Um, I had Black Hat Blade, Ghost Rider, Voodoo, Moon Knight. I had Highway to Hell, Blind Obsession, Siege, Patch Up, Medpack, They were my uh, deck discards. I I managed to take a picture of those ones. I was behind for most of the game. uh, And the main reason was I wasn't able to flip portals. Right. I just could not roll it. I think in the first round... I went up to two portals where there was nobody on them with three dice uh, defense, and I couldn't flip them, at (laughs) both times failing miserably. And then I'll explain at the end why that kind of continued all the way through. However, I was able to get a couple of viruses. So Moon Knight went up on the right and got a virus. I think Hood went up on his right, my left, and got the virus. So Ghost Rider then went up the middle because I couldn't afford him to take two viruses. He passed off the virus from the hood onto Kingpin, so I knew I wasn't going to get that anytime soon. But he had three portals from round one, and I just really struggled to, to get them. I think it was uh, a well-timed siege round two. I basically destroyed his entire left-hand flank. So I think it was. I killed Captain America early. I killed, I think it was Black Cat early, um, so he only really had Bullseye, Hood, Kingpin left. Yeah. Um, Ghost Rider right, had uh, moved across to help on that side, so Blade is basically Blade versus Hood and Kingpin, and Blade did okay. So eight six against end of round two, because again I couldn't flip the bottles, even though I was doing relatively well was able to daze more of his characters. There was only Hood left holding my home portal uh, that wasn't dazed in round three. Then this is where we got to. So round end, near the end of round three, I say near the end. So in fact, near the start of round three, I was able to get to a point where Kingpin, Bullseye, everybody was dazed apart from Hood. Hood was miles away. All I needed to do was flip two portals and I had three characters left. So Blade went up, rolled three dice, failed. Black Cat went up, rolled three dice, failed. Voodoo had to move. I think he ended up double moving and a bump just to get onto it. And with just two dice managed to flip it. (laughs) So even though I was in complete control, I just couldn't roll it. And we were getting to the point where we were like, yeah, this just isn't going to work. But I managed to win that one 15-13. I think we, we only got to the end of round three. Right. I just yeah. I, I should have been well ahead, but I just could not flip anything.
1: When it happens like that, it's just so annoying. Like you said, especially when you're rolling so like so many dice and you just can't get it, it's just yeah. like okay, great. There's nothing I can do here. <laughs> no, absolutely. And um
0: you know, I, I was really worried about the, the the viruses. I managed to keep hold of the viruses, I managed to handle all of that, and then it was just like, yeah, just can't roll these. But fair play to my opponent I don't we were talking afterwards and he hadn't been running criminal syndicate long but he just didn't suit his playstyle he, yeah. he didn't want to just sit on objectives and do things like that so fair play to him um it was another really good game round three I was playing Quinn who was running guardians of the galaxy now I played Quinn once before and he was running brotherhood so I was glad he wasn't running that um, but I know Guardians of the Galaxy are extremely strong having played against Sam. Uh, I don't think I've played against you with the new ones, but I've played against uh, a couple of others yeah. running the new ones. and I know they're, they're super strong. Um, it was Mutant Med Men and Hammers, I believe. Uh, I didn't take too many pictures of this one, so this is even woollier than the last ones. <laughs> um, but I know he was running Star-Lord, Groot, Rocket, Ghost Rider... Drax and Nebula, and he was claiming his Ghost Rider was Cosmic Ghost Rider, who apparently is valid in the comics, but I haven't seen this.
1: If <laughs> he uh, just made it up from a fever dream or something? <laughs> yeah, who knows?
0: Um, I was running Blade, Ghost Rider, Voodoo, and Corus with, Corvus with the Reality Gem. So Corvus was another one that I was giving a run out. I wanted to do Follow Me with Corvus. Uh, you know, Ghost Rider goes... The plan was Ghost Rider went, then you do Siege, then you do Follow Me with Corvus, and by which point they shouldn't have anybody left. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't always work. Uh, So Blade went up on the left against Drax and Nebula. He did all right, but it was, I couldn't, Nebula was immune to bleed, which I forgot, and which meant that that really reduced his healing ability one, right. I feel like with Blade one of the keys is you don't need to daze everybody and in fact dazing everybody sometimes with Blade isn't the best thing getting those bleed tokens on them is the key because then you get to heal at the end of your turn yes. and he can really take a real beating if you activate him mid round every time so he takes a bit of a beating you activate him, you put some bleed tokens on then he'll heal, get some power And that keeps him alive a lot longer than he should do. Corvus originally went over to my left, but then came over to the right. Essentially, the left was... It was left with Blade versus Drax, and I think Blade eventually got rid of Drax, but took much longer than I'd hoped. Nebula came kind of down towards my end, but didn't quite get where I think he wanted her. On the right, it was just the rest of both... um, rosters. I managed to KO his Ghost Rider quite early, so he played Deal with the Devil, took out his healthy rocket, put in a healthy Ghost Rider, so Ghost Rider then came back fully healthy. I kind of... I looked at it and was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But then in reality, I, I couldn't let Ghost Rider just wander around on very few wounds. I probably maybe should have waited until I'd flipped enough of his characters, but with Rocket and Gru, it's very difficult to get to Rocket with the new setup. Um, So you've always got him as healthy. So kind of in hindsight, I don't think there was much I could have done. I took a picture of the score at round three. It was 9-7 to me. Basically, it finished, it was super close, but it finished with Ghost Rider came down and I had Voodoo with two Hammers. And he only got one attack into Voodoo. And I just needed to roll one defense on four dice. Uh, he had the, they hadn't put Brother Voodoo on, so I had not four defense. He'd only done enough to just kill him. And all four failed. <laughs> so he then dropped two Hammers, which he had. Ghost Rider picked up those two Hammers. And Quinn won 17-15. So had he survived that one attack... You would have won. Would have got, yeah, 17-15 yeah, the other way. So Super close game, but again, a really great game. Quinn's a really good player, so I learned lots from that one. Excellent. And then game four was... So at this point, I'd had three games where it all gone down to the last dice. Yeah. So, you know, Voodoo failed to kill Mystique, Voodoo failed to stay alive in Quinn's game, uh, but then Voodoo was the only one that was able to flip up to the Meteor. The game against Brian, I was in control all the way through, and yet I still lost. And even now, looking back through the pictures, I'm still unsure as to exactly how I managed to lose this one. (laughs) He had She-Hulk, Crystal, Black Widow, I think it was 2-point Black Widow, Medusa, uh, Captain Marvel, and he was running A-Force. I had Blade, Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, and Beast. Now, because I was 2-1 down... And I'd brought Beast, I was like, oh I'll try Beast out. Everybody says he's amazing, he's got a big base, he should be okay. He got dazed round one and KO'd top of round two. So <laughs> he, he's not coming back in the roster. <laughs> he just didn't know what he yeah. <laughs> yeah, no chance. Um we played Research Station Demons. I knew I needed to take the research station early because then I could push it up towards him and it would take him a lot longer to get it down towards me. I essentially went on that, I got there, I was able to, I think I was able to throw somebody with voodoo activating near the end, Um, or put brother voodoo token, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I was able to take the middle. What I didn't do, though, was put it directly back towards him. I put it slightly out to the side, because I kind of didn't want to, Put it right into his territory because he had he hadn't come forward that much. He would tentatively come forward. Mm. Um, so it was a bit of an odd one. End of round one, I was four one up. End of round two, I didn't manage to get anything, so it was four two to me. So it was a lot of it was we were just sharing um, objectives essentially. Um, I then went eight two up. And then went 9-5 up. And then I lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> what happened was, in essence, I was focused purely on the objective, on the crisis, getting the points. And I dealt with She-Hulk really early. I'd got rid of her, but I didn't really deal with Medusa or Captain Marvel. So they were still alive at the end I think one of the mistakes I made was, I'm not really sure why I did it but essentially I'd put Blind Obsession on Ghost Rider onto Medusa because mm-hmm. Medusa was causing absolute chaos so I was like right, I need to get rid of that, I'll, I'll do this Ghost Rider put two eight dice um, energies into her at one point didn't do anything maybe two or three damage, but didn't really do what you would expect from that. Then I think it was top of four. He'd gone with Captain Marvel and she'd left Ghost Rider on. No, no, he'd gone, sorry, he'd gone with Unducer because he knew she was going to die. She'd done a load of damage and I was, he then just had Captain Marvel. I activated Ghost Rider and I thought the answer was to go into Captain Marvel to stop him. What I should have done is gone into Medusa because I had Blind Obsession on her. What ended up happening was Ghost Rider again put two six dice attacks into Captain Marvel who was had her whatever form it is. Binary form. Binary form. Um, And she saved everything. So I did nothing to Captain Marvel and did nothing to Medusa because I hadn't attacked her. Captain Marvel then activated and took out Ghost Rider because he was rolling two less defense dice because of Blind Obsession. I then, and it basically collapsed from there. The end of it, he couldn't win on objectives and I was really comfortable. But then all I had left was Moon Knight and I couldn't get far enough away. Again, I think he had to move to get within three of Moon Knight because of stealth. He had one attack from Captain Marvel and he KO'd her. I KO'd him. So, that meant that I he tabled me. Right, okay. At that point, I was like, well, that's okay. You, you, you don't necessarily, that's not the end of the world. Um, because I think that was round six. So, I was like, right, end of round six, I'm still up, whatever it was. And, I didn't realize, and I should have known this, when you get tabled, you automatically
1: lose. Same okay. game.
0: Yeah. Um, and your opponent in this pack, so this isn't part of the call rules, but this is the pack that Aaron has put together, gets eight points for it. So it ended up with fifteen nine to Brian. Right. Now I think Brian was as surprised as I was by the end of that. <laughs> um, it was a very bizarre game, I can say. I I I took my eye off the ball with the fact that I was losing characters. I should have run Moon Knight away I think there was yeah, an opportunity yeah. at one point just to run him away and I said no the, you know I'm 2-1 I'm down and there's no point in doing this so um, that didn't necessarily work out but it was a great game it just was really really frustrating that I was up all the way along and yet Medusa and Captain Marvel just obliterated me yeah yeah um, so overall, it was a fantastic event. I'd gone down with Anth. We stayed in um, one of the tra- I think, Travelodge, I think it was, or Premier Inn in Walsall. Uh, Alan had come down from Scotland. There was loads that had come around from the Midlands and come down from Nottingham, Manchester, etc. Uh, there's another one coming up. I'm not sure whether I'm going to do it because I think it's the week after the two-day in Bolton and Swords.
1: Yes, yeah, it's literally the weekend after I think I saw it was.
0: Yeah, so I'm still humming and hawing whether or not even to ask for permission for that one. Um, <laughs> but I, it was it was a great weekend, uh, well, great day, and um, highly recommend it to anybody who ever gets the chance. Excellent. Then I think it was literally a week later uh, we went up to Scotland. So I went up with Lee Fu and Sam, and we... Travelled up in the morning and then came back on the night time, which is it's a long journey.
1: It's a long way to do it in one day. It is. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: glad I wasn't driving. <laughs> originally, we planned to, because originally it was going to just be me and Tom. Uh, and We were going to go up and stay on the sure. Friday night, I think it was, and then come back. And then Sam said, oh, well, I'm going to do it in one I'll just meet you guys there. And it's like, well, if you're driving it anyway, we might as well all just take in one car. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Tom then had to drop out due to other reasons. But taking all three of us up, again, it was getting packed to, going up, having a car full of people. It just makes the day even more enjoyable, um, especially when you've got somebody like Lee in the car who just is uh, <laughs> crazy. Anybody who knows him will know what I mean.
1: Spider-Foo himself,
0: Spider-Foo himself. So, yeah, Lee was taking Spider-Foes. Sam was taking Guardians of the Galaxy. And I took Midnight Suns again. Mm-hmm. So, now we're going to have to rely a lot more on... Um, memory. Memory. <laughs> so, it was Be My Vibranian Valentine. Um, and it was run by Alan Gibb. Uh, so, game one, I was playing somebody called Alistair McIver. And we had Skulls, um, sorry, Scrolls, and we had Deadly Meteors. So, um, I think my roster was very similar. I, I don't think I changed it that much. I, I put Black Dwarf in uh, just for, I borrowed your Black Dwarf for that, didn't I? Um, yeah. Just for something a little bit different. Um, I think he came in instead of Corvus. Um, but other than that, there wasn't that much difference. That one to so Alistair was relatively new, so there were quite a few new players. So we, we ended up with, I think there was 26 in the end. Let me just check how many we actually ended up with. Um, up there. Yeah, there were 20. Well, there were 26 um, people turned up for it. Nice. Which is great. We got 32 signed up, and then unfortunately had a couple of dropouts, so we, we ended up with the 36. Uh, and like I said, I've got very less pictures because my phone was dying. So I didn't actually take, I forgot to charge it on the night before.
1: Rookie mistake that.
0: Absolutely. Then got in the car and I was like, oh, I'll just charge it in Sam's car. And Sam's so like, oh, I don't have the right connector for that. So <laughs> Disappointing. Managed to get one uh, in the end from the owners up there. they very kind to lend me one. Uh, that was great. But no, uh, unfortunately. Didn't take as many photos, so Alistair was running Avengers and I was running Midnight Suns. And like I say, he hadn't played that many games with Avengers, uh, I think he'd only played against his mates Cabal a couple of times, um, right? Hadn't played a lot of games, so it was. Yeah, I'm just trying to find the pictures now. Uh, He was running Captain America and Bucky, uh, Black Widow, Vision, and there must be somebody else, Spider-Man. So Spider-Man went up my left to try and get uh, that one. So obviously it was a C-shape and everybody's on on the C. Um, Bucky and Captain America went to the middle and Vision and Black Widow went up the right. So on my left I had Bullseye and Blade. In the middle, Ghost Rider, and then on the right, Min, uh, Moon Knight and Black Cat. Cool. Um, so Ghost Rider went up and essentially got dazed from two shots from Bucky, which was <sighs> surprising. Blade and I dealt with Spider-Man quite easily, and I was able to flip that uh, and basically keep that, which essentially was how I managed to win. And on the right, it was a bit bit of parity. It was 3-0 to him uh, end of round one because he, he controlled the meteors, Um and we didn't find the scroll. I don't yeah. think we found the scroll until right near the very end. Um, <laughs> it was one of those. So yeah, round two he managed to daze Ghost Rider with uh, Winter Soldier, which I was quite surprised by. Moon Knight, I think, got days quite early on, but like I said, I managed to get rid of Spider-Man. It was 6-0 to him end of round 2, because again, I couldn't flip the blooming Meteors. Yeah, recurring theme here. Round 3, Bullseye just stayed on the left. Blade managed to come in uh, to the middle and help out Ghost Rider, and managed to flip those. And then Black Cat, I think, was all by herself on the right, because Moon Knight was dead. So I managed to start clawing it back a little bit, but it was 6-3. Uh, end of 3 end of 4 I've just got a picture of it being 6-8 which makes me su- suggest that I must have kept the meteors and found the scroll and then it finished off 13-6 to me um, so I think I can't remember who was found the scroll and I think Black Cat just stole off them and ran away oh nice, yep so, it was it was touch and go. It was a great game. It was a more learning game um, for him. I was kind of explaining certain things. He'd been playing the leadership wrong. Um, he'd been playing the Steve Rogers leadership as one less power for superpowers as well. Uh, no, sorry, for um, attacks as well.
1: Ah, right, okay. Yeah.
0: And even though I mentioned it at the start of the first round, he kept trying to do it all the way through, but in fairness to him, he kept doing it, going and rolling, going, oh no, I can't do that, because like, he kept remembering himself. <laughs> it was funny watching him like number of times, He because he'd obviously played quite a few games where he'd done it, so it was just palm, yeah, yeah, he yeah. thought was what he needed to do. Uh, so then we get to game two, which was against Volcano. Now, I'm not 100% sure what his real name is, um, but we were struggling for the Cuban Mutant Madmen. Mm-hmm. 18 threat this was, and again he was uh, Avengers Steve Rogers. There was quite a few Avengers Steve Rogers um, around, as you can imagine, for a number of beginners. Yeah. Again, another odd one because he went with uh, Steve Rogers and Cable. Then he had Deadpool, Miss Marvel, and Hawkeye. Okay. okay. Whereas I had exactly the same as I had last time. So Voodoo, Ghost Rider. I oh, know slightly different then. Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Blade, Moon Knight and Bullseye. So Moon Knight and Bullseye went up the left. Blade kind of didn't decide where to go. And Voodoo and Ghost Rider were on my right. Sorry, Blade and Bullseye went on the left. Yeah. Um. So 6-3, end of round one. I think that was just because we were. Shall to work out how we ended up at six three? Oh, I managed to get the middle cube. Oh, um, right, okay, yeah. It was it was a bit tentative. I I was holding the um, the mutant madman pieces on my side quite easily. He'd failed to flip one of his mutant madmen. That was the other problem that he had. So he'd failed to flip. Uh, I think Captain America went up and just failed it,
1: which was uh, really unlucky. Yeah, the f- flips, when they don't go off, and you've kind yeah. of literally committed one character, and that's it. You're like, ah, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it was really unfortunate. Um, We had
0: a bullseye went quite early. I think um, Hawkeye just shot him off. Uh, Moon Knight then started to come across to the right, and it... I'd flipped... I think Moon Knight had managed Day's Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. And so he went up and flipped both of the ones on my side um, and then started to come across to the right. Blade, therefore, came across to the right. He'd killed Deadpool. So it was then, essentially, Blade, Voodoo, Ghost Rider versus Cable, and Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. I made a couple of mistakes. I forgot about the bodyguard. I hadn't played against Steve Rogers, much um and he I, I had cable almost dead and then steve rogers bodyguarded it all and then cable boosted him etc so he did well on that right um but it was what, 15 10 i think end around four and the final result was 21 13 uh, to myself so I was quite pleased with how it went because he clearly knew what he was doing. He was a much more experienced um, Avengers player. And there were a couple of things. He was unfortunate um, at one point where he, he essentially needed to come across and Hawkeye needed to get rid of Moon Knight and flip, a, um, flip one of the of Crisis and yeah. he had to do it in the right order and he had multiple ways to do it but only one order was going to work out for him and he and I sat there and I could see him trying to think it through and I didn't say anything and then he went for it and I was like you've picked the right one there <laughs> so he, like I say he'd done well and he was a bit unlucky because it, it didn't work out but he needed kind of three rolls to go his way I think one of them did and the other two didn't so then we get to game three and game three was against Adam... Binoth, uh, who was running, I thought, a criminal syndicate roster. I didn't notice that he had Green Goblin in there, or uh, it didn't really occur to me that because he, he had Green Goblin. Um, and then as we were talking about it, he, he said something that made me think, oh, hang on, there's more to this than meets the eye. Um, and he ended up running uh, Spider Foes for it. So I had, so sorry, we were, Alien Ship and Mutant Madmen. So back to Mutant mm-hmm. madman and 18 Threat again. I think I used exactly what I had last time, yet yeah, this time I did. So again, Bullseye, Blade, uh, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Voodoo. And he had... Because he, he had the Mutant Madmen and that's what threw me. And I was like, why would you have Mutant Madmen with Criminal Syndicate? It kind of defeats the object. Yeah. Um, and then I realised he had... Uh, Spider foes as well, but yeah, Juggernaut. Uh, this is the first time I'd ever played against Juggernaut. Lizard, Black Cat, um, Doc Ock, and Green Goblin. Nice. Yeah, uh, and I say I had those. Th- this was a weird game because Juggernaut essentially came down, and I dealt with him okay, but then, and I managed to flip him, but then he just kept coming down, and he just took out. Everybody, I was so worried about well laid plans because it was um scrolls we, or alien ship, sorry, um, that was the key to it. You know, we, we more or less had parity on flipping the, the mutant madmen, but it was all about that extract. And I was worried about black cat, but I was also really worried about well laid plans, so I was keeping an eye on to make sure that docog. And Green Goblin were either dazed, one of them was dazed at all times, or they didn't have enough power, right? Yeah, to do it because they both have to have I think it's three power. Yeah, because that was what worried me. And then I got to a point. I I think there was one where I could have run away further, but it it seemed a bit silly just to keep running right into the very corner. Um, and that was basically the game I'd got. I think Ghost Rider picked it up and kind of was okay. Um, and then I got into the corner but I didn't go as far as I I probably should have done Uh, Juggernaut then came down I was ahead more or less throughout the game Um, but I was worried about the other two looking at it here we were 9-all on uh, 4 and then I think Juggernaut managed to smash Ghost Rider pick up the alien ship that allowed him to go uh, Is 15-9 to him um, because he, he was able to take that and then and then flip it. It, it was a super close game. Um, I think really well played by Adam. He knew exactly what he was doing. I could have done things a little bit better, but overall, I, I was quite pleased with how it went. So that took us into game four, uh, and I was playing Paul Campbell, uh, who I'd played previously in. Uh, a bit cow Trader. Yep. I think it was the last one we did, potentially, or the one before that, uh, where he'd won it. I think I'd played him in, in the early rounds there. Uh, and he was once again running Criminal Syndicate, um, and this was Alien Ship and mm Fisk. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't looking forward to this. Ball's a really good player, and Criminal Syndicate are a real pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I was out of the running, so I kind of thought, well... Do something a little bit crazy. So we ran Ghost Rider, Black Dwarf, Blade, and Moon Knight. Okay. Uh, And he was running MODOK, Kingpin, Black Cat, and Omega Red. So not not your standard setups. Uh, Moon Knight was basically by himself on the right, facing off against Kingpin. Uh, his black cat was more or less in the middle, and then I ended up with Ghost Rider, Black Dwarf, and Blade, more or less all on the left, facing off against MODOK and Omega Red. Okay. Um, it was a bit of an odd one. Um, so on the right hand side, essentially, in in a bizarre world, Moon Knight, I think it was via Blind Obsession, um, was able to take out Kingpin. So, his uh, Kingpin came down, took the. Uh, what were we playing? I'll just check. It wasn't. Yeah, it's a, the Mephisk. So, what are they? The, the citizens or the witnesses? Yes. The witnesses, yeah. So, Mephisk came down and took his witness. Um, and rather than trying to challenge him, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to push him off or anything like that, I just stayed within range four and just threw englaves at him. And I think I got enough power that turn two uh, sorry. round two I was able to put Blind Obsession on just to, to help me and he either had to take Kingpin off the objective to come and deal with me mm-hmm. or he would just stand there taking
1: extra hits,
0: yeah, yeah. Extra hits from the throwing <laughs> glaives uh, which he did um, Black Cat came down the middle to try and get um, the the core, I don't think she found it Um, And then on the left, I was able to block him out. So I was quite pleased with this. Round one, I knew he counted as double. He hadn't put MODOK on. And then I was able to put Blade and Black Dwarf so that they were one side of a container. Because of Black Dwarf's base is so big, I was able to stop Omega Red getting onto it. So I got an early lead there um, by... by essentially stopping that. Um so it was two all at the end of the round one. It panned out that in essence it on on the left hand side, like I say, on the right hand side, Moon Knight dealt with Kingpin, he took Black Cat across there. On the left, I think that's where we found um the scroll, I think it was, um, and it kind of got passed between I think it was Omega Red, Black Dwarf, Blade. As one day, the other picked it up. Um, it got quite close, and then he failed to kill Ghost Rider, left him on one wound. Ghost Rider then played Highway to Hell and basically dropped MODOK off in the corner, then came <laughs> back in. And between Black Dwarf, Blade, and Ghost Rider, I was able to deal with Omega Red and stop. And you know, keep MODOK away. Yeah killed um Kingpin dealt with uh, Black Cat and mm-hmm. then I think looking at this picture there's just Modok Black Dwarf Moon Knight and potentially Black Cat left it finished 1814, to me. Uh, it was really close. Um, Paul's an excellent player. Um, he wrote it up on on his blog. Um, and yeah, it, it was a super close game. It came down to him needing essentially three three activations with uh, M.O.D.O.K. He, he got to the point where he either moved on to the objective or shot Black Dwarf, who was holding the extract. But he couldn't do both.
1: Right, okay. Because it was too yeah. far
0: away. Um, and I think he basically did a, a kind of a Hail Mary of attempt and it just, it didn't work out. Um, but no, another really good close game. So I finished 3-1.
1: Oh, nice to do so that. So having
0: gone 1-3 the week before, 3-1 here, Turned I was it around. quite pleased with that. I, I think barring one or two games, I'm finding Midnight Suns generally, they come down to the wire. They do enough early to get you in ahead but then if you don't finish it off, they, they can quite easily end up um, being pulled back into it. Yeah. yeah siege turn is, is, is really key. Um, so, no, it was a, another great day. Sam, I think, won it overall. Uh, he, he came he up did. with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and he wasn't expecting to do particularly well. Um, and he managed to, to pull it out of the bag and get the, the 4-0. So congratulations to Sam. Lee went two-two, which again, congratulations to Lee. That was that was awesome. He ended up playing Liam Watt, uh, who we all know from our AOS days, uh, in game round four. Uh, yeah. He, he kind of, I think Liam played at a pace that Lee wasn't used to, which is unfortunate. And uh, I think Lee kind of doubted himself a bit too much on that one. Uh, but again, a really good showing across the piece. I think we started off aiming for five wins. In the car, as such. So we said between the three of us, we need at least five wins. Okay. And then we'd done that by lunchtime. <laughs> so we were then, all right, okay, What what what's the last stretch target? So we we're like, oh, let's go with eight wins. It's only one more win each between the three of us. Um,
1: and I think we ended, we must have ended up with what? Uh, well, nine wins in the end? Four. Yeah, Sam got all four, you got three, and he got two. Yeah, nine wins. Yeah. So
0: really pleased with that. Really good showing from uh, Warlords going up there disappointing that sam doesn't have a warlords uh, top or hoodie so we'll, or anything like that but there
1: will be new warlords stuff being worked on at the minute
0: so Ooh, that's exciting so um
1: yes we'll full kits next time
0: we definitely need full kits for um future events so shocks short socks and shin pads as well I- i'll be up for that if you get warlords <laughs> shin pads uh, I'll, I'll be buying them um so no well run by our Al- um alan as well uh, Common Ground Games is always really well run. They they managed to get enough scenery as well.
1: Excellent.
0: So, all in all, another fantastic day. So that brings us up to date as to where we are. Mm -hmm. I am currently second for Midnight Suns in the Longshanks rankings, whatever. Um, I got to second with Criminal Syndicate um, and then fell away as uh, other people started realising how good they were and (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't just me, um, so I'm I'm hoping that I can do enough to to get to the top of Midnight Suns. So originally I was thinking that was probably going to be the end of them, but because I ended up getting to that point, I'm now thinking, oh, maybe maybe I just want to. I'm I'm something like nine, ten points away.
1: Uh, I'm just having a quick look now. You are 11 points off top spot.
0: See, it changes each Saturday, even without playing. It changes because <laughs> all your opponents are so playing, and it between, all yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna run them. I think I'm probably gonna run them up to the April event. Okay. So I've got. I think we worked out as three more events before April. So we've got another Scottish one, we've got the Bearded Card Trader in two weeks' time, and then there's a Protect Games one somewhere in between those two. Yeah. So yeah, that's my plan at the moment, is to run Midnight Suns for those three, getting to a point where I'm really, really comfortable with them, and seeing what I can do in Tony's event in April. Excellent. Then after that, who knows, if, if more Asgard is out, then I'll definitely jump on that. I've been looking in humans to see whether or not I can make them work because
1: No, you can't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, but I think it lowers the bar, doesn't it? I think if you're running in humans, then going 50% is is definitely seen as a win.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's they just struggle with Black Bolt being a five threat and being a kind of bad not bad five threat, but compared to other five threats not yeah. the greatest but then like taking medusa as well as a four threat it's such a sink into your points just straight away on two characters and
0: and that's the problem with Asgard. you know it's very yes. similar um you know you kind of take thor you've got to take thor and then he, he's and he's an okay five threat but he's he's definitely not up there we've
1: talked about in the past and like when i ran him at the bid of card he's so swingy you can have yeah. one game he smashes everyone the next one he does nothing you're just like yeah okay <laughs> exactly so That's someone that you can rely on so
0: no um so yeah i, I was looking at asgard i was looking at humans and uh, who knows what will come out um neither shield nor daredevil criminal Syndicate have particularly piqued my interest,
1: I must admit. Shielders, I mean, I, I was looking earlier on, like, Nick Fury does come with ten team tactic cards. Yes. So there could be some tasty little things in there that give him a bit of an edge, but, like, when you look at like, cause they did a little teaser image of Sh- uh, the Shield affiliation and it kind of just looks the Aven- like the Avengers which is kind of a like not a surprise. Um, it's a very cut down Avengers, isn't it? it yeah, but it, even Nick Fury's kind of leadership ability, it's not great. Like you can, okay, you can gain an extra VP if you're losing.
0: I th- I think it will because I think most games go three or four rounds. You're potentially getting an extra three, potentially even four victory points. Yeah, you need sixteen to win. They 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 top up really quickly, so one or two can can make a big difference. Um,
1: they can do, but you still need to be losing each turn in cleanup phase.
0: But this is the point. So if you are losing, then it just one or two is enough to to keep you in in the fight or even take you ahead. So yes, yeah, but I I think that one is.
1: Actually, it's not cleanup, do. is it? It's when they're dazed or KO'd. Yeah, an allied character. I'm just looking at now. Uh, if you have it. fewer VPs than your opponent, the first time each round an allied character is dazed or KO'd, you score a VP. There you go. So, so yeah, I I don't know. If you're if you're losing in VPs and your characters are getting dazed and KO'd, getting an extra VP, I don't think it's really going to help you because <laughs> you're losing your characters. Um, the one, the other kind of the opposite side of it is if you, if you've got an equal number or more um when an enemy character damages you, you can spend a power and then you can advance short, that's quite nice, but I yeah, I, I, I do think that combined with the
0: shield agents and the fact that when they drop a extract you get to place it. There's I think they're gonna be quite a, a good affiliation. I think they'll do quite well. Mm. Um But, like I say, neither of those particularly perked my interest. Um, I I feel like Midnight sun has got enough to keep it going for potentially past the event in April.
1: It's got uh, Dr. Voodoo, so of course it does.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's enough (laughs) variety. So I haven't, in either of those events, I didn't take Iron Fist and I didn't take Dr. Strange. And I've been yep. experimenting recently. Uh, two games on Thursday with uh, Strange at Night and Night Fist, and I'm really liking Doctor Strange, but I'm just trying to work out at what point he gets there out ahead of Ghost Rider, or, or as well as Ghost Rider. Um, so yeah, I, I still feel there's a lot. I'm I'm not completely settled on my my ten.
1: Yeah, yeah which is great. fit in there.
0: Yeah, because it means there's a bit of experimentation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I, I think. De- that's definitely what's going to keep me going for a while. Who knows? Maybe after April, change it, maybe not. So, there we go.
1: Yeah. So, be interesting to say
0: Yep. Uh, big shout out to our sponsors, Bearded Card Trader. So, the next monthly event there is going to be on the 12th, so two weeks today because we're recording yep. on the 26th. Um, so if you're up in the northeast, I know we had people traveling from York to the Darlington one. Um, we had people traveling down from Scotland to the Bearded Card Trader ones. So if you're in the northeast or surrounding area, come across to Bearded Card Trader on the 12th. It will be great to see you. Um, it runs a really good event there. And if you are looking for card games, Marvel products, etc., go check out the Bearded Card Trader. That's it for us for this episode. We'll be back, um, hopefully, with a, a recap of our events. What, what events have you got lined up then, Chalmers?
1: Uh, so I'm going to be doing the Bidder Car Trader one on the 12th that we've just mentioned about. Um, well, I should be doing that one. Yep. The plan <laughs> is to do it. Yeah. plan is to do it. Um, real life might get in the way, but we will see. Um, and then apart from that i've got nothing planned until that weekend one but yep. we shall see if if i can do some more beta card ones and a couple of protect ones that'll be good um but it, yeah it just all depends on real life etc so we shall see um i'm still trying to decide what to use though
0: excellent
1: This not start not up for debate i i don't know um I've used them a few times now, like i played you, and I've played a few games on TTS. I enjoy them. The new releases have given them a bit more, but they're still, I don't know, they're still not clicking with me. But you know me, I, I always like jumping between different ones, but I'd like to kind of focus on something until the weekend event yeah. in May. So I'm kind of, I've got a game tomorrow against Sam, so I think I might try some Spider-Foes then. Oh, nice. But I don't know. I'm looking at Ebony Moore and I'm like, mm, do I try and fit him into that? So a diff- bit of a different five threat, or do Just something get else? Just Black Order then. Yeah, no, I've I've used Black Order. They're okay, but they're a bit one-dimensional. Like
0: kill, kill, kill.
1: Yeah, exactly. And especially now because you've got to fit in with Thanos with the gems, and it's that's your set limit. Like you can't choose whether yeah. to use the gems it does become even more one-dimensional. So, no, I don't think Black Order. Um, maybe Spider-Foes. Maybe I've played... We Did I play you? No, I've played Foo uh, down the club, a couple of games with Avengers, which were quite fun. Um, I was using Steve Rogers, though. So, yeah, that was quite nice. There was a few different bits in there. And used uh, Baron Mordo in there. So, using the... Uh, Rogers' ability to give extra dice on uh one less power is quite nice um so we'll see i'll i'll find a few i might use the event in March as another practice one with something um i might get my hasgard back out again especially if they might get new models so i've used them at a couple of uh, black uh bearded card trader events so we'll see we will see i'm sure in the next episode i will uh Change your completely different. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be you if it wasn't. I know it'll be the week before I'm paint, still painting something, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> right? Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. And we shall catch next time. Until see then, you later. Goodbye.
1: Bye.